Hey guys, welcome to the Killing the Tea podcast. This is Gare and Kate, and we are going to be discussing all things chills, thrills, and kills. Kate and I are going to be talking about our favorite books, TV shows, and movies that are in the thriller or crime fiction genre, as well as some reading habits and other items related to how we met on Bookstagram um, that will fit in with this podcast. So thank you so much for joining us, and we hope that you have fun and get totally terrified. So we recently discussed some books that we wanted to see as movies and TV shows, But um, I was thinking, you know, our podcast is all about thrillers and chillers and killers and all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. And even though we met because of our love of reading, um, I was like, what could we do that was like more movies and TV shows Mm -hmm. and not necessarily always books? So I had the idea of any movies or TV shows, if you decide, um, that you would love to see as a book. Yeah. So has there ever been like a book or or ever been a book? (laughs) Ever read a book? (laughs) (laughs) I have a few. (laughs) Has there ever been a movie that you watched and you were like, damn, that would be a really good book? Yeah. I love this one because it felt so much different than thinking about turning a book into a movie. For some reason, like going the other direction, like it just felt like more fun in my brain is literally the only way I can describe it. But one of the first ones that I thought, because I think I might have even said after we left the theater, like that it might have been good as a book was Don't Worry Darling because I just I think actually being is it Alice yeah actually being in Alice's head as she's trying to figure everything out that's happening Mm -hmm. would be so cool and you could I don't I know that it's like a movie that some people really didn't like and thought was bad I don't think you could really say that it was actually a bad movie but there is more that could have been like explained and explored if you were like reading it from a book perspective. And I would love to see that. Ooh, that would be really good. I would definitely read that. That would be a very good psychological thriller. Yes, exactly. Um, I could see like Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekanen doing that. Yes, that would be perfect. Robin Harding, she could do that. Yeah, yeah. She could do it. I agree. Who else does ones like that? I don't know, but I agree with those. Um, Well, mine, my first one is like one of my favorite movies in the entire world. And it's one of my comfort watches. And I don't want to hear any little trolls come for me that this isn't a comfort watch because I just love the movie. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would love to see Promising Young Woman as a book. Yes, that is, mm -hmm. that's great. The trailer of the movie actually gives away enough where you kind of get a general idea of what it's about, but you don't have mm-hmm. the full effect until you watch the movie. And I just feel like there would be so many really cool little cliffhangers in the chapters that would make it, yes, you know, the flashback. And like, I feel like you could like explore more into mm-hmm. like some of the backstory of Carrie Mulligan's character. Yeah. And I just, I love it. I think that it has a lot of reveals in it, 
Mm-hmm. Um, it does. It has like some comedy. It's got like a great like. I just want to get behind the mind of that character more because I love mm-hmm. vigilantes. I like so script, fun to be screen heads. Yeah, screenplay's perfect. But I mean, Carrie Mulligan is just. Mm-hmm. That's just like some of the best acting I've ever seen in my entire life. Really I good. Her. I love her. So Carrie Mulligan. I listened to, if anyone loves that movie and loves her, her interview on Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard and Monica Padman was really cool about that movie. So there's another podcast to listen to if you need more. Yeah. And if you also like her in that movie um, and you're just obsessed with her acting, um, she's also in a movie called Shame with Michael Fassbender and yeah. he is a sex addict and she is his sister but she's kind of like the free-spirited sister and like she shows up in New York City and is like hey can I crash on your couch for a little bit and like mm-hmm. it kind of interrupts his lifestyle okay of being a sex addict right <laughs> but her her role is like significant but it's small enough that like her acting in it is just beyond incredible um you hear some of it in the trailer but there's one part where she leaves him like a voicemail and she's like upset about an argument that they had um Mm -hmm. and every time that scene comes on in the movie I just like tears come out of my face because her acting is just so good I love her it's impeccable through the whole movie even in Promising Young Woman, like, she has some, like, really dry humor, and there's just so much that, like, yes. you need to be a real, like, powerhouse in order to take on that role, and I love her. Especially even that final scene. I won't say anything more. But she killed it. Yep, crushed it. Love her. Yeah, me too. Um... Another one that I had, I kind of feel like we might both have this one, but I think Watcher would be really good as a book too. Okay, so I said five and I have mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five. I have seven. And the reason I have seven mm-hmm. is because I had Watcher, but I was like, I need an alternate because I think that you're going to say that. And I totally agree yeah. with you. Watcher, yeah. 100% would yeah be. I feel like anytime like there's the storyline of and my ever like other people don't believe the main character so it's like oh people don't believe me can I trust myself that kind of plot's always so good in a book because you like really I mean they did a great job just visually yeah. displaying her fear they did such a great job but it would be really good in a book too yeah incredible you know what it almost um what's the Peter Swanson book that we said that we wanted the to kind read. worth killing Mm-mm, the other one with the apartment oh yeah before she found him no I think before he no found before her. she knew him was the other one with the she realizes there's a serial killer next door it's is it her every fear her every fear yes yeah that's what that's that almost the vibe I get like yeah that would be really good oh, right yeah I would You're love so to right, see that like, creepy Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and like so we need there's... peter to write that one mm-hmm. he would do a good job with that he would um i'm taking it way back <gasps> nice i wanted to i didn't think of any from too far back so i've got a uh, 70s 80s and two 90s so I took it... <laughs> nice um 
a lot of people do not know this because they've only seen the remakes, but the 1974 version of Black Christmas is one of the most incredible movies in the entire world. It was the first slasher. Like, this is the movie that actually inspired Halloween. Okay, okay. The guy that did A Christmas Story mm-hmm. also did this movie called Whoa. Black Christmas. Yes. That's crazy. Margot Kidder's in it, like Lois Lane from Superman. Um, mm-hmm. And it is about a group of sorority girls who are being stalked and murdered by somebody who is hiding in their house. Oh my gosh. So it takes on that whole urban legend that people always talk about, like the calls coming from inside the house. Yeah. The timing, the creepiness, the eeriness of, you know, the whole movie. It is so good. It's one of my favorite movies in the entire world. It has your sorority setting. The characters mm-hmm. are really good. Um, It doesn't have any of that, like, cheesy Friday the 13th where, like, people are getting killed and you just, like, don't give a shit about them kind of thing. Right. Um, I love it. I love this movie. I think it's, like, one of the best horror movies in the entire world um it's incredible but you know when you read a book and it's like here's Rebecca and she's just like walking down the street and she hears a tin can roll but doesn't see anything yeah Mm -hmm. and then she like goes back into her apartment she's like that was creepy but now I feel safe and then you get the alternate chapter where it's like the man who's stalking her is like I accidentally kicked a tuna can and almost got caught yeah, that whole thing of having the stalker or the killers like POV in a book mm-hmm. version of Black Christmas would be incredible. That would be so cool because, like, the movie literally. Oh, I mean, it's not a spoiler, and it's also like a really old movie, but yeah, like the movie starts with this stalker going into the house and like finding his way in and like his like hiding places and stuff. But it's just oh such goodness. a good movie. Such a good movie. It sounds amazing. So I need to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I do love that. And it's sometimes when it's like really subtle in the chapters, even if it's not like a stalker, but I love when there's like a reveal in another character's point of view Mm -hmm. where you're like, oh, wait. And like sometimes it's even from like multiple chapters before in someone else's chapter. I love, I love when authors play with like who's giving you the information and when. Mm -hmm. So cool. I also like just kind of love like I mean my example was like a little corny but I like love when like you know it's something where something happens and like a character's like oh my god what was that and they're kind of creeped out but they like convince themselves that it's not anything dangerous and then you get the perspective of that killer stalker or whatever and you realize that it is Mm -hmm. you know because like how many times have you like I mean I live out in the middle of nowhere but like there's sometimes where like the motion light above my garage will just like go mm-hmm. off for no reason and like you know yeah I'm like okay is it a cat or is it like a murderer right or is it, or is it only Jacob? options <laughs> or Jacob Alordi so you know like to me I'm like okay like that it was the wind or something that happened that made that come off but like if this were a thriller book I could also have somebody being like I the fucking motion light went on and I had to hide behind a tree yeah yeah so I just love that like eeriness yes the night before I interviewed Jamie Lee Hendrix um the second time um Tyler was out of town and 
our alarm started going off and like we don't even arm it necessarily because like it just gets tripped really easily Mm -hmm. and it just all of a sudden was going off at one in the morning and I was like it like if I were in a horror film and my husband was out of town and I was like headed towards the stairs everyone would be like don't fucking go down there Mm -hmm. (laughs) so then like I'm like half asleep also thinking of like I mean, is this technically smart to do? But like, I just went down there and turned it off. But I hate that stuff where you're like, I know this is probably nothing, but what if it is something? So when you read the Lars Kepler books, mm-hmm. make sure you Specifically Stalker, I'm guessing. Specifically Stalker. <laughs> well, that's the thing that I liked about Stalker is it's not just like, like they literally play on all of those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so Mm -hmm. for for me, I don't know if this happens to you. Our house, like my house was like built in like the Mm eighties. So when it gets really cold at night, your house will crack. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, watching horror movies, reading thriller books and all that stuff. Like you hear a creak or a crack or something and you're like, was that a footstep? And you're like, no, it's just the house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you look outside of a dark window and you're like, how weird would it be if like all of a sudden I saw someone's face like staring back mm. at me? Oh my God. Those, yeah. those things that you like, those those scary intrusive thoughts that you have yes. sometimes being home alone. Mm-hmm. Lars Kepler plays on those Oof. a lot with the book. So I'm like, yeah. do not read it when Tyler is gone. <laughs> I'll read it in like December. (laughs) Yeah, because I want to read it with you. But yeah, yeah. so that's my. I love it. Um, so another one that I thought of was is Ex Machina, and it is a, it's sci-fi. I mean, it's a stretch to call it sci-fi, but there is an AI woman involved, like an AI robot, and a programmer basically this like a really good programmer wins the like of like lottery and he gets to go visit think like um billionaire tech type guy living in the remote woods in a beautiful house (laughs) he gets to go visit that guy and like be a part of an experiment or like whatever I'm over explaining it, but no, I'm, I'm not trying to look like I'm not, oh, no, not you. I feel like I'm just doing it. My, I thought my laptop was plugged in and it wasn't. And like, I just got the oh, notification really? that my battery was going to die. So I was like trying to You're like, like ah. sneaky, get my charger. So that we're good. <laughs> and I just feel like I keep like taking forever to pick my words. No. Um, so You're he perfect. gets there and basically the assignment is, um, for like what the actual test of consciousness is and for him to like talk to the robot and be able to tell him at the end of it like did we create like spontaneous ai that has an awareness of its awareness so that's all you need to know um in general because <laughs> I'm not telling you anymore (laughs) (laughs) but as a book I think it would be so cool to have the point of view of the main character who's talking to the robot and Mm -hmm. a point of view from the AI Ooh, yeah so cool isn't there 
oh my god there's a book I either asked you about or was going to ask you about Mm. the echo wife I know I've heard of it I don't think I read it I think it has a sci-fi element to it where it's like the robot is like you get like a a perspective from the robot because it's like the robot is having an affair with like a woman's husband whoa or something but I was gonna see if you wanted to buddy read it because I really am very curious about it and I want to dive into sci-fi but it has to be a buddy read with you because I know that you will be patient enough to dumb it down for me if the sci-fi things get confusing yeah yeah I haven't read it it's just on my tbr cool I'm going to Canada tomorrow so I'll look for it nice oh yeah nominee for best science fiction 2021 Look at that. Me giving you a sci-fi rack. You gave me a sci-fi rack from Shit. Ex Machina. And then if you love that book enough, maybe you should watch the movie. Well, speaking of Fatal Love, mm-hmm. the good old bunny boiler herself, Glenn Close, Fatal Attraction is on my list. Yes. Have you ever that, watched oh Fatal Attraction? Gosh. I have not. You have not? Okay. So good. I need to. I know what it's about. I know Mm -hmm. a lot about it somehow, even though I haven't watched it. It's iconic. I mean, the thing that I like about it is I think it would translate well to a book because I don't know if somebody said this or if this is just how I've always like viewed it myself, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's obviously about a man who has an affair with, well, I don't even want to call it an affair. It's just like a wild weekend with this woman while his Mm -hmm. wife is out of town and they have like a great time and like the way that he views it is like she knows that this is only for two days that we're just gonna like yeah go out to dinner hook up like little rabbits and then Mm -hmm. you know call it a day and Mm -hmm. to her it like is the beginning of a relationship so like he cheats on his wife with this woman she becomes obsessed but like when you're watching this movie, I would say for the first good half hour, 45 minutes, if mm-hmm. somebody told you it was a love story, you would believe it. Oh, wow. I There's know nothing sinister about it. Do you know oh, what I wow. mean? Like it yeah. shows him kind of, you know, what his everyday life is like with his daughter and his wife and mm-hmm. them going out of town and him meeting this woman and them like going out to dinner and having great conversation and hooking up. So it's like a little steamy. But, like, mm-hmm. if I told you, like, oh, this movie is called, like, Love in Manhattan and <laughs> the romance, like, you would believe me until the shit starts to hit the fan. Wow. So I would love to have it be a book because I feel like it could yes. almost be, like, what we were saying about the affair, where it's, like, his and mm-hmm. her perspective. And he's, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm just going to, like, you know be a little yes. dirtbag and cheat on my wife and like she's like oh my god like I just like really want this man to be my husband because I love him so much yeah yeah I would love having both of those perspectives yeah and I think and you I would think love it, this movie I know I need I need I need to watch so much stuff I need I need no one to uh email us about anything on Thursday and Friday just leave us alone oh my god I would love that <laughs> oh no, I just like boss you around in your DMs and like tell Tyler. I know, you're like, I don't email you. <laughs> and I just like tell Tyler he's like cool with his like card stuff. Cause I'm like, oh my God, you're magic. 
I know. I can't even like yeah. carry my water bottle from like my desk to like my recliner to like relax and like he's doing all this cool shit. I know. I Magic. know. Yeah. My nails would get in the way. My clumsiness would just get in the way. I'm I am so clumsy. I have a huge bruise on my arm right now because I ran into a door. So another one that I thought would be really good as a book is mm-hmm. Pearl that came out this year. And it's basically a villain origin story. Have you seen it? I don't think it's out for rent yet. I saw X. You saw X. Yeah. But I don't like like movies that take place in like the 40s and 50s. So okay. I was like, I probably won't watch Pearl, but I am going to watch the third one. I get it. So that's a little bit how we felt when we showed up though. So we didn't know a ton about the, the plan of the trilogy or that like all of mm-hmm. that, how connected it was. And so we knew we hadn't seen X either. We just knew it existed, but we were just like going to see more movies. Cause we got that AMC thing where you can like see three movies a week. Um, oh, cause your so- movie theater is not an hour and a half away from you exactly Lucky. i know i really <laughs> wish when we went to a movie last night tyler was like you might just have to talk to me about this movie since scare just can't get to a movie theater <laughs> i was like yeah i know <laughs> i know actually <laughs> but... there's one in canada oh really so you just have to do some border border so I just hopping. Have to, yeah i just have to be like i'm going to the movies let me through yeah but... yeah so we showed up thinking it was just gonna like we didn't totally know what we were gonna expect I guess is what I'm saying like we knew Mm -hmm. it was a villain origin story and that it was a little different than like what we'd watched before we didn't know how different it was and I for the first like 10 to 15 minutes we were both looking at each other like is this gonna be the first movie that we walk away from (gasps) because of what you talked about like yeah time period like she was just like everything was just played up so hardcore and we were just like we've never watched something like this and like I was even looking at him I was like I didn't know I was gonna be like this he was like yeah me neither but you know whatever then the story gets so out of hand that the setting and the um extraness or the campiness of everything right fits the story so okay. it's definitely like her story of like going from like having dreams to having her dreams crushed to turning into like an angry murderous person. And I feel like those kinds of like breaking bad type stories or like just like fall from grace stories do well as books too. Cause you get even more insight. Like you feel compassionate for her the whole time even though she's doing some pretty bad shit at the end (laughs) and so i think it'd be good as a book Hmm. okay Mm -hmm. maybe i'll check it out when it's streaming yeah um because i loved x and it is kind of cool that you like now know the origin story of that woman Mm -hmm. i loved x but let's be honest we all know the reason I went to see X is because I have a huge crush on Kid Cudi. <laughs> I was 
about to ask about a couple scenes with him. <laughs> but I also <laughs> love Jenna Ortega. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yes. Yeah. I loved, yeah, I love Kid Cuddy. I love everything that about scene him. when he's like standing like backlit. <laughs> And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> Tyler's I was like, like now it's worth it. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hold on, that's huge. I was like, yeah, no, it is just like huge. I <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> was, it was such a good one. It was such a good movie, though, still overall. Yeah. Yeah. Not just Kid Cuddy, but not just him, but he too. was. I just I love Kid Cudi. I think he's so handsome and he just sounds like or just seems like he's like so cool. I know. Not just like cool, cool, like and like oh like all the guys want to be me cool, like Drake, Chill. but like just cool, like non-judgmental, like cool. Like Wiz. I feel that way about Wiz. Yeah. Uh-huh. He just has like the chillest vibes. Like I feel like nothing would be stressful around him. <laughs> yeah. I also kind of feel that way about the weekend a little bit. Yes. But I just, you know I don't know who if else I... though, in another way, is Post Malone. Like that dude is a whole other kind of chill. <laughs> Did you see that TikTok of him where the person was like, you suck, I hate you. And he's like, oh, that's oh, so no. mean. Yeah. So like he was like, <gasps> not greeting, that one. He was greeting fans and stuff. And like somebody was not a fan, but like obviously just wanted attention. And they were mm-hmm. recording on their phone and they were like, post Malone post Malone and he like looked at him and he was like you suck I fucking hate you and he like literally looks like his feelings are so hurt and he's like dude that's so mean and I'm just like good oh for God. him though and I'm like you poor little thing well that makes me so sad I thought you were talking about there's another video of him dancing like a goofball no I just viral. think that he's so down to earth and like when I saw like because yes. you know like most people like who are famous would be like oh fuck you like I have like a yeah. billion dollars and you're just like some little yeah. twerp twerp with like an iPhone 11 or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> but like <laughs> right uh, I love, um, yeah I love his vibe yeah so now that we've talked about Kid Cudi and we're all about sexiness yes basic instinct another one that I have not never seen. watched basic instinct nope oh my god okay so you're gonna it's, love it there are quite a few I need to catch up on so you're gonna love good. it you're mm-hmm. going to love it another so, one where I know a lot about it but I I didn't see it there's a book aspect in the movie mm-hmm. that I think would translate really well to like a book book mm-hmm. because basic instinct is about a man who is murdered Mm-hmm. And the person who last saw him is his like hot girlfriend slash like hookup buddy. And mm-hmm. she's obviously the main suspect. So like in comes yep. Michael Douglas as a cop and he's like, hey, listen, like your boyfriend got killed last night. And she's like, he's not my boyfriend. We just hook up. <laughs> and they like literally like she's like the main suspect, but she's so like cool and like like a femme Crosses fatale. her legs in a cool way. <laughs> yeah, she's such like a femme fatale that like the detective yes. kind of is like very enamored by her. Yeah. And like they're in their investigation, he's like interrogating her and he's like, your boyfriend was this popular rock star who got murdered with an ice pick in his bed. Your last book 
had a man who was a rock star get murdered by an ice pick in her in <gasps> his bed. But she's so calm, cool, and collected that they're like, she had to have done it. But she's just like, you think I you think I'm really that stupid to write a book right. about and then kill somebody the same way that's in my book? Yeah. But like as he gets very dangerously close to her in his investigation, it's like mm-hmm. his personal feelings kind of get in the way. And like she's also mm-hmm. like very capable, possibly, of murder. I definitely need to watch it. It's so sexy. It's so thrilling. Yeah. It would be San Francisco is the setting. Ooh. So Love that. that is my. I'm adding it to my IMDb list. My Add it to list. the top. I'm putting it to the top. It's right. Like, I'm telling you, you're going to be top. like, this is amazing. Yeah. Make sure Tyler watches it too. I will. Yeah. Because you should be home for a while now so we can. Yeah, that could be like your happy Thanksgiving. I know we are gonna try to go see because we saw the menu last night, and then Did you like I want to go see. Oh yeah, I loved it. I thought it was so good. Um, it's really really funny, like cool. more than anything, it's a dark comedy. Like there, it's kind of thrilling, but more than anything. It's just really good dark comedy about eating the rich, essentially, and makes cool. so much fun of all the archetypes of rich people. It was so good. We were cracking. Like, I was like laughing, like, not like out loud, out loud, but there were times where I was like <laughs> in the theater, <laughs> like watching awesome. a dark movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good, but I want to see Bones and All too. I don't know um, that one timothy chalamet and i don't know the actress that's in it with him but basically they're i don't know what kind of cannibals they are there's something about them okay all right i don't think that i've heard of this because i did not know i thought you kind of figured you would have because it's definitely like horror ish type stuff no i'm a wimp I don't do saw. I don't do cannibals. I don't. Okay. okay. Well, I was gonna say you've recommended a couple, but that's okay. I don't do like Hills Have Eyes saw, but like it's if not. I it's more coming like, of age. Maybe it'll be more like fresh, and it won't. It's be more as... like that. It's supposed to be a little more satirical, and like they're both teenagers that are like trying to do it in a like. You know how like Dexter's a good serial killer because he kills bad people. It's that yeah. kind of a thing. And like also like wishing they weren't like that, but finding each other. So there's like this kind of teenage romance Aww. coming of age horror. Like she accidentally bites her friend's finger off when she's a kid and doesn't know why. Yeah, That's it's kind of cute. all over the place. But I would definitely want to see that one. And I, I want to see Wakanda it. forever as well. So we're going to try to see a bunch of movies is what I'm saying on Thursday. And then we can come home and just watch your recommendations. I love that. Yeah. He doesn't know it, but his Thursday is all planned out now. (laughs) Or mine is. He can choose to be a part of it or not. (laughs) He has to. Because I'm like, listen, buddy, you're (laughs) 
really cool with everything that you do I mean he's mm-hmm. just Tyler's kid cutty cool you know what I mean yeah I know he is but like I can be the person that recommends movies that like are cool like let that be yeah, my thing his, all he his has little to do nerd is, friends all he has to do is watch them mm-hmm. and they're all fantastic they are but basic oh, instinct is like oh my god so cool I know it's like a ref like there's like a lot of references to like an ice pick mm-hmm. and I remember in high school like or I think it was like college maybe I don't know I remember buying the DVD mm-hmm. and like the case for the DVD was like this thick kind of blue tinted Whoa. plastic that looked like an ice block and the DVD was in there. And when you opened it, there was a little ice oh pick gosh. and it was a pen. <laughs> that is so smart. It was so cool. And I was like, oh my God, look that at this little brilliant. ice pack. Yeah. That's like how people do that for books now sometimes. Like when you get book boxes or whatever. I want somebody to write Basic Instinct. I know. Who do you think would be good at that one? E.G. Scott. Yeah. I bet <laughs> like, you're right. Yep. Hands down. Mm-hmm. Hands down. I love how they write yes. the detectives in their books. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I love how they write, like, I just think that they, I love how they write diabolical women. I do too. I love how they write any characters, but I just feel like they have like a knack for diabolical women um, mm-hmm. because of just everything I've read by them. Yeah. I think that they're, fucking perfect at like characters and like they could do basic instinct and like you're right one eye closed (laughs) yes they could each have one eye closed and then they'd have two collectively (laughs) yeah like two little pirates yeah right in basic that's the only person i like or the well not person but that's the only duo i think could do basic instinct i think jamie Jamie lynn hendrix could do it i think there was someone else who like crossed through my mind right when you said them and now I can't remember who it is well I don't know if you've ever read Catherine McKenzie stuff but she wrote a book within a book type thing that's what it made Mm -hmm. me think of so she's written that before and then like her she wrote the book that was the book in the book if that makes sense so I did not know that one of her books references a book by Julie Apple and then after she wrote that book, she wrote the book as Julie Apple. And like, oh my God, wrote I didn't it. know that. That's cool. It was so cool. So she would know how to do that part. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, th- yeah. E.G. Scott, I think Ashley Winstead would actually probably do a really good job. Yeah. I don't know how I she thought about wa- that for Promising Young Woman. Oh, Ash- hell yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because I think she even actually had that on her like a mood board for the last housewife and I totally see that connection I wonder if I've ever talked to Ashley Winstead about promising a woman I did a little bit just because she had just posted about it when I talked to her the first time I watch that movie very often promising a woman the war of the roses and then my last pick but Which you have is, to go first. Oh, no, I first. need to go. You're right. So my last one is Knives Out. Ooh. I feel like. Would be... 
such a good idea yeah another ensemble cast you have lots of points of view you can hide a lot of clues because you're shifting perspectives you are so good at this I love how your lists Mm -hmm. of things that we always discuss are very like specific like none of them are all like none of them are very similar I feel like my I'm the opposite like a lot of mine are like similar but like all of yours are very like you're right I did kind of have some god you're so cool (laughs) so cool you are so fucking cool (laughs) nice out how do you find all these other genres (laughs) I know I'm like this serial killer book this serial killer book this This book about a toxic relationship that could result in murder. <laughs> this toxic relationship, this stalker. <laughs> <laughs> you know who I'd like to see do knives out? Who? Janelle Brown. I kind of who? Janelle Brown. Oh yeah, she would be good at that. She'd be really thinking? good at that. Um, I was thinking Jamie Lynn Hendricks again because of her. It could be She's anyone. So fucking snarky. The way she, yeah, she and the way she like, managed so all those characters. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Janelle Brown though. I still want. Was it Pretty Little Things? Is that what it's called? Pretty Things. Pretty Things. Why do I feel like it? Well, I believe you. Um, <laughs> you have it right there. You're like, bitch. Just believe me. As you should. <laughs> I don't see any little in between there. <laughs> I love that one so much. And to bring up so last good. week's subject, that is one I sh- I would have loved to see as a mini series. That mm-hmm. one just felt like there was so much story to it, like so many things happening. Yeah, I love that one. I, I loved love it so much. I love her. Mm-hmm. I love, love, love her. Yeah. Okay. So I have my last one and I want to mm-hmm. know if you like can guess it. Did you say anything about it earlier? Or are you just seeing if I can guess it in general? It, it's one of my comfort watches. Is it a screen movie? Yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> I would love to see, listen, Kevin Williamson. I love you with all my heart like you gave us scream and i know what you did last summer and the vampire diaries and teaching mm-hmm. mrs tingle and just like everything in the entire world to be happy about but like i would love to see scream as a book yeah one There's... person's perspectives or would you bounce around i think third person would be honestly fine yeah I don't even think it'd have to be first person. I think third person would be fine. Mm -hmm. There's just something that's always, I don't want to say bothered me about the movie because like it's not a big deal, but there's just something about the first movie that I've always been very curious about. Mm -hmm. You've watched it, right? Yes. I mean, it was a long time ago, but yes. So do you know how like the one guy's in prison for killing her mother like a year ago and then Mm -hmm. like in the end of the movie like she finds out that it was her boyfriend yes who actually did it Mm -hmm. like 
she was like the key witness. So I'm like, I want to know how that played out. Like, was she coming home and saw somebody like run out the door and just thought it was him? Right. Was she like hiding in a closet somewhere? Like, I just want more detail as to like how her mother's murder went down, like how much she witnessed, what the specifics of that are. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. When you see him like caught and weary, like when you see him like, being led into like the jail or whatever you can see the resemblance Mm -hmm. between him and her boyfriend so like it does make sense but yeah she's like I saw Cotton Weary kill my mother and Mm -hmm. then like in the end of the movie when she finds out her boyfriend's like a fucking psycho (laughs) he's like oh like a year ago today we killed your mother so I just want to know how that like right came about you know what I mean yeah and like how like what she you could go a couple different ways with it even because it's like is she aware that she covered the memory or was she so traumatized that she changed the memory and like she just can't even tell herself or was she lying kind of because she did want to protect him and kind of knew Mm -hmm. i'm just yeah because i mean you kind of find out that like her mom has been having an affair with this guy and right. that's why, like, she was like, he raped and murdered my mother, but, like, he didn't rape and murder her mother. They just had consensual sex because she was having right. an affair with him. So, like, my just overall thing is, like, how far, like, how much did she actually see? You know what I mean? Like, was she yeah. just, like, was she just coming home and saw somebody, like, run out of the house and assumed it was him? Was she hiding somewhere? Like, I just want to know more about that Mm -hmm. because it's, I mean, I think it would have to be pretty clear that she didn't witness the entire murder because I, she would have seen her boyfriend's face at some point. Right. So that's just something like, it makes sense. That's why I would like to see it as a book too. Like, that's one of those things that I would like to see as a book is I feel like if it was Mm -hmm. written as a book, they could explain a little bit more on that maybe have a flashback yeah. or something um yeah. but yeah yeah I just I like that that would be cool yeah and I would have a more modern twist on it because one of the things that always pisses me off is like when Drew Barrymore you think that she's safe because she like gets attacked and then she turns and her parents are walking in the door mm-hmm. and her like because she was like choked like her voice isn't working Mm-hmm. but she still has the phone in her hand like why didn't she just throw yeah. the phone at her parents and be like hello like can you please help me right plot so, holes those are just some things that I would like to explore in a yeah. book I just don't know who I would pick to write at because that's a I wonder if like Grady Hendrix could do it um I think he'd make it too serious I think he'd make it too unique. Like it would be mm. Grady Hendrix. You know what he would actually do really well is if he like re if he did a book version of like Nightmare on Elm Street. I could see that. Oh yeah, because he's always yeah. got like a supernatural kind of element to it or something mm-hmm. like really specific. Right. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe Kevin Williamson will have to write a book. Maybe to convince him. He would do. He's just. <laughs> I just love his ideas. I like literally have loved yeah. him. Um, but yeah, I would love to see that was like my last one. I would love to see yeah. Scream as 
as a book. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram so that you can keep up with everything we're reading and talking about. You can follow Garrett at Garrett Indeed Reads, and you can follow me, Kate, at the girl with a book on the couch.